That Naturopathic Podcast. TNP. Hello there. Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Michelle Pobega, naturopathic doctor. And I'm Dr. David Miller, ND, and we hear your frustrations. This show is for you. This show is for you if you're feeling like your current healthcare strategy is not getting to the root cause or the underlying reasons for your health. This show is for you if you've been told that you're fine, but you definitely don't feel very well. This show is for you if you're walking out of your doctor's office with one, two, three, four, or even five medications without any mention of diet, lifestyle, or a long-term game plan. This show is for you if you've got several specialists taking care of you, but no one is really putting all the pieces together. This show is for you if you believe that health should be part of healthcare. These problems have solutions. We know it. Our patients know it. And we want you to know it. Naturopathic medicine is the solution that you should know about. Okay, welcome to another episode of That Naturopathic Podcast. Back behind the mic, Dr. Dave here with Dr. Michelle Pobega. Andy, what's up? Hi, Dave. How's it going today? Good. It's good to be back. It's, yeah. It's just us. Like, we haven't had a little uh, you and I time in a while, you know? So this, yeah. this is good. Just little, just little hearts, just drawing hearts with my my fingers in the air. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this podcast is like therapy and, and collaborative collaborative therapy for me and Michelle. So thanks for listening to our therapy sessions. Thanks, guys. Yeah. How <laughs> okay, was your so, week? Oh, yeah, go on, go on, go on. I was just gonna say, how was your week in clinic? Like what's 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 been a standout for you this week, Dave? Well, we there's so many. I mean, where do you start? Because like we were talking before we started recording how how many things sort of patients are teaching us so that's the sort of theme again this this week is yeah things our patients are teaching us and it's it's hard to always find a theme exactly but man they they teach you something every every single week every single day and um you were saying like some people well you, you you'll talk about your patients too but i i felt like some patients needed like all my different skills um so in terms of like catching up a little bit, what I've been up to, I did that pelvic um, visceral manipulation course, which was like mind blowing, really putting a lot of pieces together. Um, so that's sort of all I can think about. But then, you know, you go to real life in the clinic and s- some people don't need any damn pelvic pelvic uh, visceral manipulation. They just need to be heard or like someone yet. Yeah, today they we need to do some labs and and so i guess i guess this week is like really realizing as much as i love doing the the hands-on osteopathic stuff which i think makes me 10 times the naturopath i used to be it's great to be a naturopath because we do need some of like all these other skills like the labs and just like the lifestyle counseling with a good sort of framework from which you know not some like uh crazy uh fad diet but like that background of really really understanding lifestyle medicine sometimes that is what they need yeah i think it feels like not all of my clients some of my clients are on like a pretty good system and there's some things and there's like either do a parasite cleanse or they have to do this and they're on a little bit more of a robust protocol, but I've, I've had some clients this week where I feel like it was really about the simplicity mm-hmm. of what was required more than the complexity of things and not necessarily looking at like all the different layers that we have to peel back. And it was just really focusing 
what was needed right now, because like life goes sideways sometimes. And, um, you might have an idea as to what needs to be done and then life goes sideways. And as, as a doctor, sometimes you have to understand how to adjust based on where your client's needs are in that moment now. And I think that's kind of what I had a a few of this week. Yeah. I think now that we're sort of talking about it, I think that's what I've realized is that too. And, and like when you said about the, you know, peeling away one layer, um, being being smart about what layer you do first i think is getting to be more uh of a theme for for me and it sounds like for you too because yeah i think because i do my little nmrx you know that sort of like nourishment and detoxification and movement and then uh relaxation and sleep and then that kind of like uh, spiritual aspect or existential meaning purpose connection growth i I do keep going back to that and and um often people are missing one or two big ones and it's I don't know who else tells them sometimes it's I feel like it's like this simplest advice sometimes but who else is telling them this stuff yeah with some oomph behind it and some understand like some depth of understanding including that breadth no I feel yeah sometimes it is about the simplification I even had a client who we, yeah, give us some give us some examples maybe from from this week some real life yeah. examples. So one of my clients, I've been working with her for about a year. She has there's there's so much to unpack with this girl. She's like mid like early mid twenties, and she's so lovely. Um, and she has um, Crohn's, and uh, but she has a bunch of other stuff. Like so, she has some mental health things and she has to be medicated for them. And then she was in school and that was high stress. And now she's starting a new job and all these things are happening. And we finally felt like, and her mental health needs to take a priority for her sometimes. So we were just kind of keeping her afloat, giving her really high nutrient density so she can recover from the flare up of Crohn's she had before she came to see me Mm -hmm. and just like gut healing and this and that. And she was finally in a stable place where she felt mentally and emotionally with working with her psychiatrist and all these things to like find the right concoction you need to be on and got that she was like I think I can start getting rid of some of the microbial stuff that we also unearthed because like I couldn't do that with she when it was in a flare so we did a round of that and she felt really great and then she ended up getting some like she ate something and she ended up getting some weird infection and she got two weird rounds of gut infections outside of just the work we were doing, it was just bizarre. And she was like, I think I ate something and it lasted for a little bit. So I was like, Hey, we're not doing another round of antimicrobials. Let's just do a quick pause and go back to your probiotics that you like. Cause you probably need that as a bit of a recovery, the ones that you tolerate and just simplify things. And then a week later, she called me. She's like, I feel like I'm having a, a flare up in my Crohn's. And I was like, Oh my God, that came out of nowhere. She's like, I was doing so where, well, where did this come from? She's like, I think it was those two weird infections I had. Mm-hmm. And I had to be like, this is where you have to, we got to simplify, like get your demulsants in there, drink that good caloric smoothie, cook your foods, don't eat your raw foods. Mm-hmm. We're not giving you a crop ton of supplements. We're giving some anti-inflammatories and some like gut healing things and you rest. And mm-hmm. I was like, don't overexercise. This is where you rest. You simplify, you let your body heal. And she was like, okay. Right. And sometimes that's what you need to do because she's a go-getter and she wants to do all the things. And I was like, it's not the time mm-hmm. to do all the things. So that was like a, a lesson for me to just teach her how to simplify. And then her too. And I was like, you're eating nourishing foods. 
warming foods, simple to digest foods. <laughs> it's super simple, but it's, it's critical. Yep. And I was like, don't worry about the probiotic, not during the flare, double yep. down on your demulcents, get that gut healing smoothie. I recommended for you, get some protein in there. That's easy to digest and just nourish yourself in the most simple yeah. way possible and rest. And she was like, when I walked up a flight of stairs, I felt dizzy. I was like, Hey, this is not the time to do heavy exercising. Maybe incorporate stretching. When you feel like you can go for a walk outside, get some fresh mm -hmm. air. You know, I was like, this is right. So it was really about simplifying things for her and helping mm -hmm. her like get out of her head of having to do the things to fix her and rather just like, just work more intuitively. If you need to mm -hmm. take a rest, take a rest. <laughs> Yeah, that's sometimes feels weird to give that advice because it's like you're you're yeah. prescribing a lack of or prescribing less of something in a way, and it but yeah. it's sometimes exactly what people need. I feel like a lot of people do a lot, um, <clears throat> and almost too much. Yeah, and like even some of the other supplements, and I was like, I don't even care about some of this <laughs> right now. Literally yeah, yeah. just focus on your demulcents. If that's all you can do, focus on yes. the demulcents and the anti-inflammatory. We need to get you out yes. of this state. It was like, put everything else aside. Like it's not, it's not of immediate importance. Right. So yeah. it was one of those things. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be ruthless with supplements. I find I get people off as many as I put them on. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Like some people are so dedicated to their supplements. Like they get, they're emotionally attached and you say, I don't think you need that. And they're like, but, 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 and you're like, yeah. okay, okay go for I it. have to give you a specific <laughs> protocol for where you are right now. And then yeah. you're going to end up picking 10 supplements. Cause you already came in to see me on seven and yeah. three that I want to give you are of highest critical importance for where you're at right now, but okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's worth bringing up. I, I do run into that a lot too. And, and, and sometimes um, I tell people for some supplements, it's hard to, to know exactly you know, if you're getting some benefit, like I find fish oil has this kind of like, sure, it'll, it's probably helping, but you can't, you don't always have like a tangible thing that you can be like, oh, you know, I feel so much better. I've had like three mm -hmm. people like that ever, but most supplements I say, like something that's got a bit of dynamism to it, like a probiotic or something like that. I'm like, be ruthless with them. Like if it's not, I just told someone today, you get off, you know, that hundred dollar supplement or that hundred dollar probiotic you bought. Yeah. What's it doing? can't tell I'll get rid of it got crazy gut problems in this case so it's very you know it's it should be it should be tangible right so yeah anyway. i know that's one of my first questions with people when they have gut problems and i was like hey, are you taking a probiotic they're like yeah i was like how's it working i don't know then you're gonna finish it, it or we're just gonna stop or put shelf <laughs> it and it might come back into yeah. play when your gut's in a different state but why yeah. you keep buying it <laughs> exactly. you're not getting the results <laughs> exactly so and that brings in another one that i i feel like i'm saying all the time is like fiber before probiotics for me generally is the is the way to go in terms of order the exception might be when someone has had a probiotic that they've done really really well on they're like good yeah. friends with it and they know if they take it they feel better maybe yeah. there's an exception there but generally as a sort of maybe for the practitioners but or more for the for everyone generally i would say fiber first and then that's the that's the hierarchy order of going about things and then maybe find a, a probiotic that works great after that. I used to be a probiotic first naturopath. And then I learned so did that's I. not the way. So did I, then I had too uh, many people spending a hundred dollars on probiotics and going, what is this doing? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Do you have another uh, real life story to share from the last couple of weeks that, um, yeah, 
two clients yeah. back to back on Tuesday in Georgetown. Um, both of them, I think it was just a matter of, well, one of, one of them, um, has type one diabetes and it's not something we treat a lot in practice. It's typically type two that we're really seeing. So for me, I yeah. have to educate myself a little bit. And I said, listen, I don't have all the answers about how to regulate your insulin because she right. came to me being like, I don't feel supported by my medical doctors, I feel almost dismissed. If I ask questions, they're not really answering right. them, or they're just kind of like, you just monitor your blood sugar. And they don't really give me like support. So I gave her the title of the book, think like a pancreas, which is really about monitoring insulin and things like that. And, uh, she found that extremely helpful. We worked on balancing her diet, um, circadian rhythm kind of stuff to make sure that there weren't any weird surprises that were stressing her system that would maybe also affect her blood sugar regulation. Um, and she was super thankful for that. She was, you know, and, um, just this week, things have been very stressful for her over the last month. And last month she came to me with these new test results that also were uh, showing certain kinds of food sensitivities like gluten and dairy, and then some parasitic stuff. And she wanted to tackle it all. But in that conversation, she was talking about how like life was a bit more stressful. And I said, okay, well, we can start on the parasitic stuff. Cause that's pretty easy. You just take a few things, whatever. And I said, but are you sure you want to go gluten-free dairy free right now, based on your results? Like that might feel like an undertaking. She's like, no, I'm motivated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she came back this week and she was like, life is chaos. I started really well on the gluten-free dairy free, and then it fell apart. And then this and that. And I said, okay, then we're not making that a priority moving forward because your life is still a ball of chaos. And I was like, so maybe we can readdress that in the new year when things have hopefully calmed down. And I said, but if you can avoid them or make a better choice, great, but maybe you don't have to live and breathe by that. Right. Yes. Um, and then the progress of perfection. I was like, that might not be the priority. Go back to making sure you're eating balanced macros at your meals instead and make that a priority. Um, because her insulin, her blood sugar hasn't been regulated during this times of stress because she's just been all over the place and not prioritizing meals. And I said, just focus on prioritizing just like good nourishment Simplify, rather than yes. what you're eating, like the food wise, like yeah, the sensitivities yeah. and stuff. I was like, let's cross that bridge later. Yeah. And then at the end of the appointment, she was just like, you know, it's just really refreshing to be able to speak to someone who actually really listens and cares about how I move forward and really does show support for my well-being. And yeah, she's yeah. like, as she's like, as sad as it is to say that it's refreshing, she was like, it is, she's like, it is. And she's like, and I really need to thank you for you make me feel like I'm actually heard in my appointments. And I was like, that's the best compliment I could have received. Thank you very much. Awesome. Um, so that was really lovely. Um and I wish I didn't have to, hear, I wish I didn't have to hear so often that people don't feel heard by their medical doctors. I know like medical doctors have seven minutes. So the way the system is built out, it's hard. Um, so, yeah. so, so I like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not poo-pooing on the profession as a whole, but I think the system is set up in a way that really makes it difficult makes for it them difficult. to be there. Like I have a half an hour with my clients. I can chill with them. Like I can like, let them cry if they need to. And then another client. How of many mine, criers this week? <clears throat> Actually, none, no criers for me, but people still expressing themselves better because they've cried before and now they're expressing themselves better. Okay. So uh, the other one was somebody who um, has had a profound amount of stress and grief, two losses in the last year, and we were doing really, really well. And then things began to fall apart with her health again. Um, and at our last appointment, I said, yeah, let's put a pin in trying to figure out the digestion and the whatever. Cause I think what you need is to improve your sleep and support your adrenal glands. Cause 
you've been back and forth across the seas to deal with these deaths and you're probably in a grieving process still. I don't even, mm-hmm. and honestly, I had that thing. I was like, I don't think you've even allowed yourself to fully grieve because you've been so busy dealing with the state and all these things. Mm-hmm. And I gave her some recommendations for an intuitive counselor, an energy healer, a standard therapist and counselor. I said, like, you find which one works with you, right? Like, but you yeah. need, we need to start unpacking some things things. Cause I was starting to see certain parts of her personality where I can see she wasn't honoring herself. And I think that was contributing to some of her stress. And then she came back this week. She looked a little bit lighter in the face, like complexion was a bit brighter. And she said, she started working with one person and starting to unpack some things and just the sense of knowingness or realizations that she doesn't really know herself from all this process. And she's like, wow, it's, it's, it's wild ride. And I said, okay, well then here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to still continue to support your adrenals and ensure that you get best quality sleep. Cause she ran out of her sleep supplement and she found that it made an effect on her. And I said, that's all we're going to do. You're going to do this for a good two months. And you're going to continue to do the work with a therapist because that's going to take a highest priority right now. And then the other thing she commented on is that when she went to her doctors, cause she was having some hearts, like just some more palpitations. Cause I think that she's working through the emotions, her physical self is starting to f- express itself and feel it. Cause like, there's mm-hmm. a book that I have, the body keeps the score. And I recommended she read that. And I recommended her, she read something else because she was feeling like things were being stuck in her body. And I think some of the stuff she was feeling in her heart was because she was processing things and things were coming up. Interestingly enough, she told me a lot of her bloating and digestion went away now that she's starting to work on these deeper emotional things. Cool. So that was kind of dope. And then she said, she went to her doctor about the heart stuff and he's going to give her a heart monitor, but he basically was just like, Oh, you just sound depressed here's a questionnaire. And she just felt really dismissed. And she was like, it's almost like he was excited to call me depressed and to prescribe me a a pharmaceutical. And she's like, I'm not taking that. She's like, I want to work through this. Like, why aren't you telling me to go see a therapist? (laughs) She was, she was so irritated by that. So she was like, I'm not doing it. She's like, I'm going to continue to work with a therapist you recommended because I feel like it's a good fit and it's bringing stuff up that I need to deal with. And she was super happy with keeping it simple, supporting her adrenal glands, supporting her sleep. And I said, if something comes up, you need to see me before then or two months or before the new year, by all means, you have my number. And I said, otherwise you continue to focus on this deeper work and allow yourself to grieve and feel this. And it wasn't about the bigger plan from her health perspective. It was about dealing with where she was at this stage. And that was priority number one. Well, so, you did deal with the bigger plan though. And I was just going to say, yeah. you, you helped her sort of like you're triaging within one person, like what, okay, yeah. what, what should we focus on first? And, and yeah. you even outsourced it. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just she, being good naturopath, I think. Yeah. And she was like, my digestion, my bloating, my weight gain, my weight. And I was like, yes, because you're, there's, you're holding on to a lot of stuff emotionally. You need to grieve mm-hmm. and that's stressful. So your body's having a stress response. So it's trying to navigate this. So that's what we need to work on. Mm-hmm. The weight is the weight is a consequence. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, and the and behaviors I, that, the behaviors that precede probably the weight are probably a yeah. consequence even. Yeah. So she had a pretty awesome breakthrough and she was happy with that, the simplified. And then same with my other client was happy with the simplified and felt heard and felt supported. Even though we pared it down, she still felt supported because she realized, you know, she knew what she had to now focus on more specifically. That's so comforting for people though. Simplicity and clarity, right? It really, it really does help because it's overwhelming. It is. It can be. So it is, it is like, like shit goes sideways. Yeah. All the time. And you need to understand how to re-navigate. Yeah. So what about you, Dave? Absolutely. How's your week been? Okay. It's been great. I'm, I'm, I love my people. Mm. They're so neat. Anyway, I'm going to, I want to just like 
quick fire through like the quick the one little the thing i gleaned from each of these a bunch of these and so mm. i'll just hammer through with the first one on monday morning oh my god vegas nerve absolute this this woman is like uh she's lovely she's off work and just like she's talking fast and she's got like I'd, I'd say almost kind of like paranoid thoughts about chemtrails and all these other things. And it's like, well, maybe something will end up being true about all this stuff, but whatever. And she, and, and I'm just like, wow, she's just in a state. Like you could just, she's just in fight or flight nonstop. And then, then the mouth is just going and, and it goes off on tangents. And like, I can even like, I'm feeling it as I talk right now, I can like feel how she was. It was just like, I was, I was just like ill at ease, in a sense just trying to maintain some something some steadiness in the room and so yeah that would that was just like vagus nerve craziness and i was i'm very happy that i have learned some of this osteopathic stuff because i don't know what the hell i would have done otherwise because a lot of that vagal stuff is in her body it's not she is psychologically reacting to a state in her body and i find this is uh the case a lot of the time because you can touch per person in various sort of vagal nodes and and it will change how they so, feel question when it comes to that you're yeah. doing things to, to stimulate the vagus nerve do you give them take-homes to continue that process when they leave like cold showers or breathing or chanting or do you give them other things to do so that when they leave your office they have that support too they're off i mean i find a lot of those people are super sharp and they already know a lot of that stuff but mm. um but yeah, like, she, she, and there's themes like time in nature. These people love to be in home. They like to be safe in their home mm. or in nature. There's a theme with all these vagal people a lot of the time. If they have yeah, any safety mechanism. Yeah. And so they know, and she, she, and she eats beautiful diet and she's lovely. She's a lovely person, but you can tell like something's gone awry with the vagus nerve. So that, that was an interesting, very interesting way to start the week. It was very interesting next person uh got pregnant which was really cool and she was just um checking in about stuff she can or cannot take uh so that was nice it's always nice to get a i'm pregnant um you know uh call call in i know i've had a few of those too and they're like so i had to stop everything and like great (laughs) yeah exactly and i was just like well first it's like let's celebrate how cool that is in a way and then okay now let's get practical yeah so then um I think we just upped some, uh, we talked about, yeah, there was some constipation. So we just, we made sure we did magnesium around 500 milligrams or less, just because it's probably safe. But the, mm-hmm. the, the really strict people are going to say that you have to be somewhat careful about that. So that was cool. Um, then uh, next day, really, I love this guy. He's, he's like really upbeat and like a buoyant sort of guy. Uh turns and he he's got a stenosis like aortic stenosis but he's like he he dives for the ball at pickleball he's like 60 something he dives for the ball and he's like he runs on the beach in the sand and he has like no symptoms basically Hmm. but the cardiologist is like scaring the crap out of him by saying you know how bad it is i'm like well it's hard to know what to do because you know your symptoms you're like as fit as a fiddle you know and all that so but then we've got other stuff to do with him he's got this buoyant sort of energy but at I, we got his labs back again this is another one of those ones where it's like we gotta look at labs he was he was anemic hmm. so and then on upon a little bit further dissection or or whatever he he did say he he's more tired than he should be but you wouldn't look at you would never look at him and go anemic right so mm-hmm. 
Um, then some, yeah, a whole bunch of really cool stuff with him, but really we're doing some, he's got diverticular disease. So um, we're going to do some gut healing with, uh, with him and cause he's got like a connective tissue issue. And I think that uh, is affecting cardiovascular. And then he also, uh, we did some, um, we did this, this is a really cool test for clinicians. If you do a uh, straight leg raise, let's say test straight leg raise, and it's around 45 degrees where there's like some um, kind of like uh, tension either in the back of the sciatic area or the back, lower back. And then you, you put up just a little bit of pressure on the pelvic area, just above the pubic bone. Sometimes you'll get up to 30 degrees more uh, extension of the, of the leg with that pelvic inhibition that tells you there's something going on in pelvis so we found that for him so that's hey, the our, pelvis there uh, yeah, it is yeah and i love these object these <laughs> tests are great and they're like pretty impactful you do it to someone like their legs like this and then whoop, it goes up like another 30 degrees from inhibiting on the pelvis like that's wild stuff hmm. and if the and when the patient sees that they're like okay i guess we got some pelvic stuff and he does upon further questioning it's funny how if you just sort of peel layers and go to the next thing um Next was, uh, we just did acupuncture for a, a vegan, a pregnant vegan. Uh, she's so lovely. Uh, but her hemoglobin is like a hundred. She wants to have a home birth. So she's going to her. Whoa, uh, hundred for her hemoglobin. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Low. Like, uh, Robert, that's, low. Understand... that's low for our non-medicine medical audience. <laughs> it's crazy low. And so the midwives won't even let her do a home birth at that. So they offered, I think, uh, infusion. I'm like, take it. We could get that infusion, take it. And, uh, you know, it brings up the whole things with vegan. She's lovely. I understand why people are vegan a lot of the time. Yeah. I sometimes don't understand why they are. Uh, but whatever, the point is there's a risk there with, with veganism and, and iron. So, um, but on top of that, she just needs to chill out. And I think, you know, part of that, part of that is because she's low in iron. So, so she's going to take care of the iron bit. And then we just did acupuncture and she felt uh, much better, just like, you know, she's a mom entrepreneur, yeah. uh, anemic, you know, so. Hey Dave, have cool. you ever used like tissue salts to improve like Ferrum Foster? Like, I have them uh, on the shelf. Rec I... Reco Egg BC1 to like enhance the absorption of iron at least. I have them on the shelf. Yeah. So rarely use them, but that's, the, I, I think I'm, I think about them. Um, I think about them, but I don't always use them. And, and, uh, yeah, I haven't always used them. There's been a few situations where I've recommended it to my clients, but my clients were like, let me just try this other iron first. And then if it's not getting my levels to where I need to, because it's only become on my radar a little bit more recently, because one of my clinic owners finds that it really does like shift things for people. Yeah. Um, I mean, you still have to identify the source of like why iron isn't being absorbed, but no, it's it's a valid thing but, to do, especially in certain circumstances. You have to try, like I say, more left wing things or whatever. Yeah, like, you have to try it because she's she's pregnant. Yeah, and like a tissue salt's pretty benign. Exactly, it's perfect so, for that. Yeah, that might be. I mean, if she I'll gets the it, if she I'll, gets the infusion though, then like great. Yeah, that's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, assuming it goes well, because they don't mm -hmm. like to always do those because they're not always super fun. Um, Next person was just, she's a perfect page. I do, I've done some osteopathic stuff on her. She's got, again, diverticular disease and a bunch of other gut stuff. Uh, and we did some, she's just perfect for, she's so, because we've had great luck doing manual therapies and other stuff in the past. She's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Because I'm, I'm always, I'm sort of new to all this, like osteopathic relatively in the whole scheme of things. We just did awesome work. And it was just like, it's one of those, I almost feel like I'm in, good flow with with some of the work that we do the hands-on work with her and she's doing great 
um her her massage therapist was like what what the hell did dave do i want to know because because it's, it's kind of weird to to more conventional therapists so yeah anyway we we worked on uh we worked on the the uh the sacrum and and some of the organs um so okay so the next day uh oh yeah i really i had this new patient uh and she was she was cool but we we had to do labs with her i was like another one of those ones where i wanted to do some more like hands-on therapies but she's not like she doesn't understand the whole naturopathic sort of framework and game yet. She was referred from another practitioner. So I had to explain a lot of that. Um, she's an IBS patient. Um, and she was uh, in uh, Walkerton when, when the E. coli thing broke out. And I've seen multiple people because Walkerton is only like 35 minutes away from here. So yeah. I've seen multiple people with IBS, <laughs> which, which possible onset since Walkerton. Mm. Um, so that was neat. And then her, all her gut stuff, it was funny. Like, it's like her body can handle the, the amount of gut issues, whatever that are there, but her, her, uh, her, her son is now playing like triple A hockey and the stress of traveling and probably like eating worse and traveling and all that was probably just enough to, to, to be the new onset of like more problems. Yeah. So it's just stress, but she's not stressed. She's not like crazy stress. She's just, you know, we've just got resilience that it's just tapped out. Yeah. I don't know if you ever talked to any moms or dads of triple A hockey. It's, it's a lot, it's a big thing. So not triple a hockey but just mums and dads it's even worse than a triple a hockey trust me it's like, i can't even imagine no i i hope my son is not very good at hockey um <laughs> and then uh another one just a, she's one of my i don't know she's almost like a friend you know like a lot of these patients are almost like friends and and we did some uh some hands-on work because she's um she just needs help with her guts she's getting chemo and she needs help with her guts and so and she's just fun and inspiring and i can't say enough good stuff about her next one oh my god she just she's uh she loves <laughs> she's so smart you can sit there beside her and you're like holy shit you're smart and she knows the naturopathic game pretty awesome uh and and so she is her own biggest puzzle to figure out and she is a tough one to figure out oh and yeah yeah and we're having like she's the it's so great working with her because i i'm in the results like i i'm sure most people are but i'm i don't know like i've i guess i'm really hard on myself for results and we didn't get much results much in the way of results in the first couple visits and she's done eliminations in the diet elimination diets in the past with like nil effect she had the, some of the lowest ferritin and iron numbers i've ever seen we gave her iron nothing she's still like running on you know all cylinders nothing really got better or worse it's just really interesting sort of case so uh upon further questioning there are there are pelvic things going on which may be affecting her and her main complaints are nails hair and thermal regulation so that's mm. fun and then another dude uh he's great he's he had this these weird gut pains we've fixed them with uh, visceral manipulation and we sort of like discharged for six months or whatever. I say, come back in six months. And then another guy, really cool young guy. Um, you know, when you're talking about like, you can't do the perfect diet. Hmm. He's like an IBD. Uh, I, th I believe he's a colitis guy. And uh, he's, he's doing fairly. I say so you're doing pretty good with what you know. And he works hard. He gets up early to, to uh, work out. He's generally, you know, pretty conventional guy taking pretty good care of himself. But in six weeks, you know, there's a baby coming. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to throw him um, too much in the way of like crazy. He's already, he's already on the, 
the edge, right? Ah. Like we, yeah. So we said like get off Darien and give him some gut healing stuff, uh, like that NFH GI repair. I really, really like, and something else I forget, and colostrum. Yeah, to sort of like uh, let's build up that layer as best as we can. And you know, the one di di dietary thing was dairy. And that sums up most of my. And that's just like the, the simplify. You know what's coming down the pipeline for him. It's gonna get crazy. Don't make it more complicated. And it's true. It's yeah. those people who are like those type A personalities who just want to do all the things, and you're kind of like, I need you to do less things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doing less will give you more yield sometimes. Yeah. So. It's, it's like, it's like the weird thing with like exercise people who are like over stress cases and then over exercise and they can't lose weight or they don't feel good. And it's like, cause you're over exercising less is more in that situation to actually nourish the system. Right. Yeah. Or like that. You remember I, this used to like, I used to get angry when I first heard about it cause I misunderstood it, but that orthorexia, that thing where people are just so, oh, yes. oh my God, I was like, I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, don't give people a hard time for eating really well. And then I was like, okay, I get what they're saying. Like they get so fixated and found like fundamentalist, like if you meet a fundamentalist in anything, watch out. Right. So they get so fundamentalist that it then, yeah. you know, this, it's like the Medusa, you know, like you, you chop off one head and it turns into seven and it can be like that. Like you, what you're talking about when someone's like, so into working out, say they double down hard on working out to the point that now they're waking up early, giving up sleep to work out more instead of, you know, addressing those other pillars sort of equally yeah. or to some degree. They're, they're missing the boat and they're compromising other things, other pillars of health, like you were just trying to say, and then that's going to have some, that's going to have a ramification. It might not show up right away, but it's gonna. It's the snake eating its tail. It's, that's it yeah right it just turns it just turns into something else if you're not you don't have it in some sort of balance and yeah um, yeah so that's the most i i didn't go through everyone but that's that's some of the people with little tidbits from from this week yeah week the vagus nerve one is good it was actually my grief client as well because the heart the palpitations yeah. and stuff she was feeling and i was like she was like, it's all, it's weird. She's like, my digestion stuff started to get better. And then on the last week, I feel like of my heart stuff. And I, like all I could think of in my mind is like her energy was getting like whatever she was processing that she'd buried deep inside was starting to like move its way up physically, yeah. even through her system. So then yeah. it was like stuck at the heart level. So I actually recommend she work with the osteopath to see if cool. we can get some things moving and get her vagus nerve stimulated. Cool. And then I was like, hot and cold showers and dung cold, get outside, gargle, sing, chant, laugh, dance, do something that calms your nervous system in those moments. And like, you might find like, and also pay attention when those heart palpitations come up, because it might be a sign of like a stress response as her body's processing these new emotions that she has packed away deep and she's now starting to resurface. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we take for granted how much the body holds on to, um, those emotional things. Yeah, for sure. Or we, it's hard to, it's hard to be tangible or, or like yeah. about them, but it does happen. And, uh, it does happen. Yeah. And, and some people think everything's that, but I don't, it's not everything is up but it's so important too like even yeah i guess like jean-pierre Borel, the guy the Borel institute guy he's like he's he's hardcore structural anatomical everything basis but he's like also this people with this pattern often have this emotional something and he knows those pieces of the body better than mm -hmm. I, I would say arguably better than anyone because it's like it it's different 
it's not just a hands-off anatomist he's he's touching interacting with those mm-hmm. and he still knows every structure of the body so he says there are like de- the body like the brain sort of downloads things into the organs and for example the stomach and your job your, your your job there's something to do with like your job and sense of self through your job and the stomach there's hmm. just some there's a pattern there it's just like chinese medicine anger in the liver and colon letting go lungs and and grief and stuff it's interesting there's some yeah, yeah. there's some that are fairly safe to say but like you said relationship. it's it's not always that. So like this woman, I was like, I'm glad you went to your doctor. I'm going to, I'm glad they're going to give you a Holter monitor for three days. Cause we should check that just in case yeah, it totally. might not be, it might not be emotional or it could be a little bit of both yeah, yeah, and it would be good exactly. to know. And I was like, so I wasn't deterring her from, from physically getting a proper assessment either. I just want to be clear for anyone listening. I was like, yeah, by all means to get that done. Um, but it could also be That's what they're good at. a component of your body releasing yes. shit <laughs> that needs to come up but yeah. it might not be. So I'm glad you're getting the halter monitor, totally. <laughs> like, you know? So. Yeah. And, and that, that Vegas woman's worth bringing up again, like here's some of the other symptoms was uh, just, she'll just uh, get dizzy spells. She'll fall. Mm. She'll like fall with lightheadedness. She gets spikes in blood pressure. Um, she ultra sensitive to everything in the environment. That's why I think you get these sort of borderline paranoid things. Like my symptoms are worse when I'm around a vaccinated person or around a gas furnace or like just sense ultra sensitive like to every impression, that every makes, physical impression. That makes me think of the Jenny conversation the first time we recorded with her. And she said, yeah, people yeah. who are super sensitive to chemicals. Uh, I don't think she said it was limbic? the limbic brain, but that's yeah. still part of like that safety switch, that safety mechanism, right? Yeah, it's the, she to me is she was just a walking, talking example of there's some vagal crazy stuff happening there and i'm i'm glad i've run into her not that i'm i feel perfectly equipped to take care of everything but i do i'm like yeah let's put the pieces together because she'll she's trying to make sense of some of these crazy symptoms um and and yeah the 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 thing that does link it all is is vagal parasympathetic tone is just completely off doesn't sleep through the night um yeah just a whole bunch of crazy stuff for her i've you know a lot of empathy for her hopefully we can get some things moving in the right direction cool yeah that's an interesting case keep me posted on that one dave i kind of want to know what, i will i will continue to get better the needle one okay um that's my week that was our week guys that was just a little a little clin- clinical pearls and clinical shares for the week Oh, let's end. Um, you know what? Right before the end, I, I want to give a quick. Uh, this is probably the college. Of, no, yeah, probably the college of naturopaths of Ontario will really dislike this, um, but that's okay. Um, people need to know. Okay, I, I've got this. Like, I've been trying to help some people in my family. I sleep fine, but there's some people in my family don't. They're very good at being awake. I say, meaning they're not very good at sleeping. On the other flip side, and um, I've spent over a decade trying to help some of these sheroes in my family and some other some of the dudes too finally i was putting some of the pieces together i was looking at something for one of my family members who's got some issues with the blood in chinese medicine but also it it actually is in like you know more standard conventional science she got some blood dyscrasias if you want to call them that old old funny term anyway 
bunch of Chinese herbs are good for that. And they're also good for the Shen and sleep. And I was like, okay, let's try it. Oh, yeah. I'll put them together. And I looked and they all, they, they were all in Serenogen by Metagenics, who is paying us no money at all. And I will get nothing for saying this. I just hope that you people out there who have problems with sleeping or getting to sleep at least, uh, sleep onset, uh, I hope you you take this information and, and do whatever you want with it because it, it's helping so many people in my family, Serenogen by Metagenics. Um, they're taking uh, one after dinner and one before bed and and sleep. I Like, Michelle, how can we reinforce how bloody important sleep is? I don't know I don't, how. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. When, when I tell people like, oh yeah, I'm good for 9.30 and I'll start rolling into bed and maybe I'm asleep by 10 to 30. Once I have a child, like I'm sure that everything's going to get flipped on its head and people will be like, I told you so. But right now it's become a high priority for me. Like when I'm tired, I'm just like, get out of my way. Give him a yeah. bed. Like I just, it's too valuable to me. And I've suffered from sleep issues for a really long time. Any partner that I've had in the past, I could not sleep beside them. And I used to be such a stress case that even when I was sleeping by myself, I would have some sleep issues. And then um, with any like boyfriend or whatever, I got to the point where I was taking over the counter sleep pills and they still wouldn't help. Like I don't, my brain is a powerful mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in my current You're relationship- You're good at being awake too. Oh, freaking hell. <laughs> I'm good at the, but now I'm good at sleeping. Um. Uh, my current relationship, we're coming to nine years this February. And I'm telling you that for the first four and a half, five years, I think first five years of our relationship, every weekend where we would spend together, I just wouldn't sleep. But also my digestion was off during those times. Big surprise, huh? Um, yeah, yeah. And then when we finally moved in together, I was really worried about that. We just found a routine that worked with him going to bed at a certain time, me going to bed at a certain time and falling asleep. And I started wearing earplugs. And then that way, when he would come into the bedroom, it wouldn't affect me. But I finally sleep now. Um, it took about four and a half, five years, but I got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but as a notorious person, like it's, it was, I, I didn't, I was not a good, I was not my best self during those years. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, mm -hmm. that's for sure. Sleep, if you, I don't care what problem you have, if you have problems with IBS, IBD, depression, anxiety, whatever, it doesn't matter, arthritis, whatever, if you can get a better sleep, you will, you will be improving your outcomes. So yeah, I'm not telling you to get metagenic serenogen, but I'm saying that it helps a lot of people sleep. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Let me just, let me just do this. So we don't feel like we're streamlining this towards funneling it to one. Like I use various things. Sometimes it's magnesium. Sometimes it's for Laura. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's cordyline. Sometimes it's just ashwagandha. Mm -hmm. Serenogen might be in the mix now too. Right. <laughs> so we're not saying it's a one-stop, one-stop shop for everyone, but, um, do not undermine the qual like the the effects of a good night's sleep, man. Like oh, yeah. never, never underestimate it. Yeah, yeah. It's that it's that good. And uh yeah, like you said, it's not as simple as that sometimes, but I like to make things as simple as possible, not simpler. And I'm telling you, I've tried all those things. Yeah, yeah. And it and I cannot not tell people about it. This might be one of those things where I have to recommend to the people. It's like, I try my go-tos and mm -hmm. then if it doesn't work, I'll be like, we're finally yeah. into this guy now. <laughs> and you can throw me works. under the bus. You can say, Dave said it. Dave hmm. said it's great. Throw me under the bus. I will. I'm going to be yeah. like my friend, Dave. Yeah. 
If it doesn't work, go talk to him. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone, it's been a delight. I hope you enjoyed our little clinical pearl weekly catch up. I don't know what to call this. Yeah, this week in clinic with Dr. Dave and Dr. Michelle. It was fun. And I hope people uh, saw the, the real life stuff, kind of glimpse into the real life stuff that, that happens. So thank you all for listening. Bye.